So before we get started, I just want to give a huge thank you, a huge shout out to my my fucking, You're welcome, my man. fucking brother Clay. Hey, no, no, why? Yes, okay. What? Because it's somebody's birthday. No, it's not. <laughs> Wait, it's not your birthday today. No, it's no, not. it's not my birthday. Oh, you I said it's me. your birthday. Like, oh, that's right. It is not my birthday, though. I know. I think I was just nervous. Wait, so you had no reason to give me the shout out, and you scared the shit every living shit out of me? I just gave a shout out to you because you're my fucking boy. Oh, dude. Hey, let me actually interrupt and cut you off right there. Huge shouts out. Real Big quick love. though, let me cut you off right there. I was done talking, so you actually did. Big love cut me to my off. friend James. Shouts out to James. Uh, his link will be in the description. He's a good guy, dude. I, I mostly know that, you know, there's always a dark side to people we don't know. Um, we don't know what he does in his free time. I've tried. I've asked people. I've asked people closest to him, what does this guy do when he's in the shadows? And no one really knows because he locks himself in there, you know, and people have heard things. People have heard whispers and sometimes people think I that lock myself bodies. in the shadows. Yeah. Sometimes people think that there's bodies under the, uh, the floorboards at James's in James's right beneath where he's sitting. And the, and there's no way of knowing, because if I ask him, you yeah, know, you know what I'm no saying. There's no way of James. knowing, because if I ask you Shut if up. there was, Shut up. I'm trying to talk, I said that if there was, if there <clears throat> if there was, you would naturally say no, correct? Or you think um, you'd tell me? You think you'd tell me? I'm trying to think of the right way to answer that question. Yeah. What do you? Are there bodies beneath you? You're talking to a lav. <laughs> we almost got him. Dude, you have a lav right here. That's your wire. <laughs> Dude, we almost got him. Dude, we almost got him. <laughs> we almost got you. <laughs> we almost got you. Um, I want to show you guys uh, really quick, and I'm just going to show it on my camera. TikTok of the year. I can just award. pull it up. Yes, you can. S send it. I did. It's actually in your DMs. S send send it. Oh, easily. It's in your DMs. Yeah. Um, guys, this is the funniest video I think I've ever seen in my entire life. No, that's not true. But it's fucking, dude, it's top thousand for sure. And uh, it made me laugh. I'm sitting here, you know, James said, give me 10 minutes to get on. And I'm, I'm watching this video over and over and over again, laughing as if I saw it for the first time, every time. It's incredible. Uh, prepare yourselves for such a funny moment. Get your diapers on. Not that video, but the other one. There's also this other video that James sent me. I have to find that. Okay, so while I'm getting this one ready, find that other one and send it to me. The shitting one? Yeah. Oh, okay. We've got two little TikToks We've to start two. off the day. This is going to be a segment now, and it has to be. Because there's, look, there's so much gold on TikTok. There's so much wrong in the world. And sometimes uh, you need a little bit of brightness. Um, I would say start with, uh, I don't know, whichever one you want, basically. But we can't wait to update you on what we're doing, you guys. Never been more busy, extraordinarily stressed, but all in a good way. Really excited. But not in a good way. Really excited. But not in a good way, but really excited. Cool. You ready? Oh, I have a little fire in my hair, by the way, guys. Leaving comments in the description. Leaving comments in the description. <laughs> I personally love it, dude. It makes Thank me you, think man. that your like mutant gene is coming out, and your power is going to be the power of um, flame on fuck boy. Yeah, dude. It's more. It's more like high school. It's dropout. Like high, high school dropout. Yeah, like. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking of like I can picture someone from high school who like yeah, like you like like, like you have the mind of a high schooler, and you just can't no. you just can't get past math. No, it's not math. I couldn't get past. It's the social constructs, man. So the let's play this video, dude. The dichotomy of the fucking high school social life is just absolutely atrocious, and cannot <laughs> be <laughs> To such a thing. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and video. play this, and this is gonna make everyone's day just yeah, yeah, yeah. so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's watch this shit. Mm -hmm. Molecules, polycules, 
photosynthesis added in the air. Uranus, Jupiter, you look stupider. When I do that, you need Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so good. I love him. So good. It's playing again. You're yeah. playing it again. You want it again? No, it's whatever you want. Polycules, photosynthesis, added in the air. Metasynthesis. Rain is Jupiter. You look stupider. When I do that, you need Conor McGregor. You need Conor McGregor. Put a Dude, so fucking good, bro. So good. Shit made me laugh, man. It's it so made good. me laugh. Shit piss farting come all at it's the like same time. Those those rare TikToks where it's just perfect in every way because it's yeah. so like it's so funny and it's so genuine because you know that those are just fucking homies that are doing their thing and just being themselves. And there's yeah. like layers of comedy to it and self awareness, and yeah. it's just incredible. Did Truly you find the other one incredible. and send it to me? I did. It's in your DMs. Beautiful. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. And, and that made me laugh so hard. I loved it. I couldn't believe it. And a uh, little tip for you, James. You actually sent me that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, okay. So this next one isn't quite we... the same kind of vibe yeah. as the first one. Yeah. This one's going to be a little bit more uh, concerning. Yeah. 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 But James thought this one was super funny. We both did, didn't we? I actually don't know what I think of it yet. And it is so funny. It is so funny. It is so funny. And let's watch it. This just reminds me of my aunt and my cousin. Demetrius, get off the game, go to the bathroom, and take a shit. Now. Hey. Bathroom and shit now. Go to the bathroom and take a shit. I can smell you. Uh, hey, I can smell you. Go to the bathroom. I can smell you shitting yourself. Get up and go to the bathroom. Now. No. no. Yeah. Get no. up and go to no. the bathroom. Not yet. What the go to the bathroom. You're shitting yourself. Not yet. What the go to the bathroom. You're <laughs> the quiet little. Not, Not yet. yet. No. I will rip no. everything apart. I swear to God. Go to the bathroom. You're shitting yourself! Not yet. You're shitting yourself! Poop is coming out of your fucking asshole! Go to the bathroom! Not yet, what the hell? Go! Not yet. No. Go to the bathroom. Dude. Beautiful. The mom's just absolutely losing her fucking mind. Not, Not yet, what the hell? Not yet, what the heck? He sounds like fucking Cartman, dude. He, he literally like sounds Cartman, like yeah. Cartman. Not yeah. yet. And what mean, the heck? And, yeah, because he's like calm. It's like in the Make Love Not Warcraft episode of South Park. Yeah. Where they're all fucking playing World of Warcraft and they're just mm-hmm. all getting fucking just. They're growing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're rapidly growing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Dude. And like, you got to empathize with the mom in that situation, you know? I I find it. I don't know. I'm kind of mad at the mom. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, control yourself, woman. No, for yeah. sure. But and if it was a man, I would have said in, control yourself, man. Or if it was anyone, I would have said I wasn't being demeaning. I was just. Okay, dude. I had to make sure, man. I wasn't being demeaning. You have to understand, though, the way that I read it is the mom reacting that way means that this isn't the first time that this has happened. This isn't the second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time. This is a common occurrence, and she's just at her wit's end about it. The yeah. kid won't. The kid won't stop playing video games. He'll sit but, there and shit his pants. Yeah, but hey, dude, go to the bathroom. This is what you do, though. This is what you do. Hey, my you perfect boy. You don't You're so sweet and, and, and cute. Mm-mm. Can you please go poop? No, <laughs> no. You go over and you unplug the game. And you take the Xbox and you go and you smash it. When- <laughs> and you execute the boy. No, and you say, "You can have this back after you go to the bathroom." <laughs> Done, bitch. Done. Done. You know what I would do? 
if I was shitting myself and I didn't want to go to the bathroom and my what? mom came in and she took my computer, I'd go to the bathroom and say, can I have my computer back? And she'd say, yeah. And I'd be like, fucking bitch. No, I wouldn't have said that. But you know what I mean? But, like, as a but we're, mi- we're, missing, we're missing something here. Ain't no mountain high for James. Ain't no you said it, my brother. enough for James. I'd do anything for you. I'd do anything for you. Okay, so go ahead. We're missing something here because you said that, oh, you would easily just go and take a shit. You just go, n- yeah. So the fact that this kid isn't just doing that. Well, then he me- shits himself. Fuck means, him. Yeah, I mean, he's off his, he, he he's having a hard time like putting together the pieces that like I have to poop really bad i should stop this and go and poop there's something that th- those two things aren't connecting so you stop it for him so then there's nothing blocking him from having to go shit that's what i'm saying you take the game away he's no reason not to go shit and he I'm, can't even play again until he does shit right but i'm Perfect just saying parenting. maybe there's a way that um he that i can still scream and yell at him <laughs> he obviously needs to understand that shitting your pants like this just right. so you don't have to get up and you can keep gaming uh-huh. um, isn't the right way to do that. But I know? think that my method of, of, of getting him to go poop is the only method, clearly, that would have worked because he didn't. He sat there and he shat it all out. No, I think, that, I think that it's good that this went on the internet because now he's going to be embarrassed for life and, he's, and that's going to uh, stick in his head. I got to go poop when I have to. I can't be pooping my pants. Uh, right, right. We hope that it all panned out well. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we really want to. We should try to get him on the pod Let's for like an update. Let's get him on the pod. Hey, um, did you go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of one to 10, Just did root, you end we up shitting your pants? You, man. We were rooting for you, man. Well, I don't That's think all. he did, dude. I don't think he did. <laughs> no, no shot. Yeah. I think that it was too late. It was one of those things where it's like he held it for too long and it, it either went away, went back up, or it all just exploded in his pants. There's well, no the thing, world that he made it to the bathroom. No, no shot. The, the crazy thing is it's he wasn't at a, a pinnacle point in the game that would have made him have to even have any No, and it looked like he was playing uh, this, the single-player mode. Jump on the boxes in He could have just... <laughs> he was playing single-player. He could have paused it at any moment. And <laughs> it, wouldn't have, it wouldn't have interfered with the game. <laughs> he wasn't playing right, fucking right. Elden Ring, dude, where you, if you pause it, it doesn't stop the game. <laughs> yeah. It might have been GTA. To be fair, I don't know if it is. I'm sure some people will know, but... Well, know, he ended he up would... pausing it. Oh, really? He literally paused it. <laughs> Like he had every chance in the world to yeah. pause, go take a fucking five minute shit, appease everyone, appease his own bowels first and foremost, his own come back, bag- come back him. comfortably relieved after a shit and continue playing his game, man. On a clear head. There's no way, yeah. there's no way you can continue playing the game. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I got to pee really bad or if I'm oh, yeah. shitting myself and, and I'm in the middle of shitting <laughs> If I'm myself, shitting myself I'm and I'm clear. sitting there shitting myself, I'm not, I'm not like performing I'm not clear, man. like yeah, no at the shot. best way that I'm performing when I'm gaming. And like, I will say, obviously, you know, like this, this, this person is potentially troubled in some way that is making it more difficult for them and the, and the mom as well, I would assume, you know, I don't know. I did think that's that at a, first, but I don't know because because of how the mom is reacting. Okay, so that's why we have different perspectives on the mom. I'm like, it, from my perspective, you think that thousand, she's like not giving sure him enough like, patience. I, I think that he may have like. I'm like, I feel like there's no way he he doesn't have some some kind of mental disability or or something like that. I hope that's not an offensive way to say it, but see, he's got something going on that that uh and she's you know lost her patience mm. which is inappropriate for a mother and so that's why i'm like dude just con- th- what you're doing sure. is not is not at all gonna work and you know that but you've lost your mind yeah you're having a stressful day yeah you, you, you ran out of cigarettes and now you're yelling at him and mm-hmm. you need to just go take away the game and tell him firmly go to the bathroom and, and take a take a shit it's just hard to even say that because mm-hmm. you never have to say that mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, and you'll get your game back when you do, and clean yourself. And if he doesn't, and remember this for next time, <laughs> and remember this for next time, because next right. time I come in here and you're shitting you're not your pants the game back for a week, that shit's going out the window. 
Next time I'm taking the fucking game and I'm taking your pants. <laughs> and you have to sit there without pants on and shit in your seat. This joke's on you. That makes it easier. Huh, joke's on you. <laughs> She's like fucking arrogant about it. <laughs> joke's on you. That makes it easier. Dude, it's the bitch. fucking, it's the what the hell under his breath. I that know gets the question. Dude, not, not yet. What the hell? <laughs> Like, like he thinks it's unreasonable that she's <laughs> coming in there pissed about it. Not, not yet. What the hell? <laughs> Dude, unreal, unreal. But anyways, everyone, welcome back to Beyond the Pine. It's episode uh, two hundred and fifty nine. Five hundred ninety five thousand six hundred and twelve. Fifty nine. It's episode two. It is episode whatever James just said. It's episode two fifty nine. That's we're crazy. Back and we're, we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're back, and we're more beautiful than ever, guys. Um, I know that we haven't had this podcast out. This podcast isn't out on the correct day, but we've been so incredibly busy. It's wild. Um, it's yeah. only gotten more and more busy, and I still haven't been able to make the announcement. I got to figure out what's going on, but I'm gonna fucking say it anyways, man. On I already sort of did on the fourteenth of this month. In Los Angeles at the Moroccan Lounge, I am uh, supporting another band. Wellstock is supporting another band, and there will be an announcement about it. And so I've had to do, the past like five days, I've, I'm like a 15-year-old YouTuber again. I'm in my room for like 15 hours straight. Not Like I've never done this. I mean, I haven't done this since I literally was a kid. Um, and I had to make 33 guitar tones on my Kemper, and that took like several hours per tone to do. And then I have to do automation within Ableton to automate uh, via MIDI the the uh, the switches, the guitar switches. And you have, there's like it's like code. You have to input program code 47 to go into um, to decide choose what bank you want. Then when you're putting in MIDI, you choose the velocity from zero to 127. You have to put that on whichever uh, whichever bank. And then you have to go to between 50 and 55. And those are separate programs and input a fucking MIDI note um, corresponding to which tone within the bank. So you, it, it's like, and you have to do that and switch between the song and make yeah. sure it works. Holy shit. It's insane. It's insane. The wild like, thing is that I'm knowledgeable enough about to know what that I'm to know about. exactly yeah. what you're talking about. And also to know how fucking like convoluted that whole thing is. Well, it's so easy to fuck something up because yeah. there's... Because there's so steps. many things that you're trying to like manage within each yeah. thing. And so like if one step is fucked up, then it's not going to happen. Yeah. So I was up till 3 a.m. last night and I finally got to a point where I haven't tested them now because I had now have to plug my guitar and turn it on. Bounce, like I, I have them bounce, but put them onto my laptop and bring them into a new session in Ableton and test them with my guitar and play all the parts, play trace parts um, and make sure that they change on time because I did two of the songs but i there was user error and i didn't realize certain things and when we went to a rehearsal space um we fucking we tried it and it didn't work it like switched in at the wrong time and stuff like that and i was like what the fuck man and that's after you have to like set up a whole back line for a show essentially in a rehearsal space there's pas all that shit yeah and then it's and then, and then it's like and the leveling of all that once you get to the venue and shit too yeah. that's like a whole other thing do you Luckily, are you like, gonna um I, have like do you guys have your own tech that's going to do that? Or are you going to work with no, there, who, the there's tech a at house the venue? Sound guy. All right, cool. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. yeah. sometimes I, you would have your own person, right? Depending on the venue. Yeah. If you've or got depending on how like specific like your thing is. And so they would mm. just go with you from venue to venue. You, you certainly, that's most ideal. Like that's what you would want to do. But like that's one more person you have to pay yeah, yeah, yeah. for travel to be there mm -hmm. for their work. And it's just like this already is costing for us. For McDonald's. From McDonald's, we're gonna lose money on this show, anyways. And I also just got my box of uh, of Hanes shirts. Fuck today! I literally today. Is today Friday still? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> still. Okay. It's not Saturday. Okay. No, it's um, Friday. I have to bring this to the sky to to print the the merch for the show. Hell yeah! Um, just so much. Still, but it's exciting, thrill, dude. Man. It's so yeah, exciting. It's, it's really exciting. It's because very exciting. Here's the thing that's cool, and it's actually better that you got this other gig before the bigger one because it yeah. allowed you to 
to get all through these fucking tasks and shit under a little bit. Obviously, it's your first show, regardless of the size of it. But because it's mm-hmm. a little bit smaller, like there's a little bit less pressure, like uh, obviously yeah. still, you know, do everything right and, and kill it. But like, yeah. it's not like. A, a much bigger show like the next one where like mm-hmm. by then you'll be able to like all the errors and mistakes that you might run into for this first one you'll be able to know exactly what you need to like double check and fix and shit for that show so that that one's gonna mm-hmm. run fucking mm-hmm. smooth yeah exactly no you're 100 percent right like i'm i'm really glad i wish it was still like a little further out because i always i just thought i could do all this so much faster mm-hmm. like i thought i could do all the tones in one day i thought i could do all the automation oh dude i think that that's just um Growing pains, learning pains. Well, a hundred percent, but even more specific to you, one thing I've noticed about you over the years is that you don't have... I underestimate the time. Yeah, I, I don't think that you have like a full grasp on like time and how long it takes things to be done, how long it takes to travel to certain areas. Like, No, travel I got down. No, dude, there have been times... Google Maps, brother. I know, but there have been times where you're like... Um, back when you lived in LA and you, we would like be like having to go somewhere and get there at five and you're like, yeah, it's like 10, 15 minutes away. And I'm like, dude, it's 45 minutes away. And you're like, I don't Jesus. Well, you don't remember I lots don't remember of things. I feel like that you're totally, you could be totally right. I'm just gonna leave it there. And it's not, I it's just, say, just I, a I, thing because no, I'm not now even offended. I just yeah, like yeah. genuinely, I'm like, no, I don't feel like, I don't feel that at all, but it's probably right. But you know? Just probably but is. and then and then also it, this is exactly like the sound design thing for Three Kings, like, yeah. and that wasn't and it. that wasn't like a in a, and I'm not saying that in a negative way at all because I didn't know either. It's ambitious, like overly ambitious as far as yeah, because you because you try to think about it and you're like, okay, I'll have to do this, I'll have to do that. Yeah, I could I, I could do that in one day, but then when you yeah. get into it and you're like, oh my god, this is gonna take forty hours. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, the, the, just doing tones is like. It's about, it's literally a few hours per tone. Yeah. And I did 33 tones. <sighs> and then I have to automate them all. All 33 tones. There's like between three and six tones per song. And then I have to, once I, once I finish automating it, then I bounce those automation tracks, the mini clips. Then I have to build the set list. And that's pretty quick. And, but then I have to enter a very specific code on the master track for each song on the playlist view so that the tempos change per song. And then I have to very quickly, it fucking takes two seconds, but then the last step will be day of and on rehearsals and stuff like that. I'm bringing my little Akai mini so that Hell I yeah. map it so that uh, Alex can just fucking hit. Each, each pad. Each button mm-hmm. will be a song and they say one through whatever. That's eight, so right? sick. Yeah. yeah. So we're doing a seven song set and uh, it'll honestly probably be more like 24 minutes, mm-hmm. 20. It might even be like 20 minutes of music. Um, and but we have talking like, and stuff. Yeah. We're not going to do a ton of talking though. Like we want to, we, we want to be like, we want our live show to not be like a ton of backtracks and like really digital sounding things. Like we want it to be cool. We want it to be like analog and ra- shit. rage against, not rage. Um, what am I thinking of? Rise against cage. We like cage. If you go see cage live, like it's cool. It's it. There's not a fuck ton of talking. It's like you're there to see the music. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's yeah. We want it to feel like a cool show uh, that people like, and like we we feel that way about the music. So we want the show to correspond. Like I don't want to be a pop punk band like running around and and yeah, yeah, yeah. Tune me in the crowd. <laughs> Yeah, and, and not like try hard cool, but just like we don't. That's the opposite. You're there of about we the music. We don't want it to feel try hard. Mm-hmm. We want it to feel cool. Like the backing track is very simple. Like we uh, we don't have like a keys player or anything, so it's very like synth stuff and sub bass and like um, if there's a moment where there's a stack of a digital drum moment, like a drum machine on top of Alex's drums, like there's some moments like that and like just things for for feeling. And yeah, stuff like that. We have like a uh, 45 second intro thing that's like all filtered out. For the first song we're playing. That's so sick. It's all, and we're playing the whole EP and the EP's not out, which is pretty typical. That's but so sick uh, though, dude. I don't have the the the, the sessions for uh, Can't Be Love or Left the Car Running, so we can't do our two biggest songs, which is fine because it's also like old music. And so part of me is like, fuck, like people would have known those songs, but mm-hmm. they won't know the songs that aren't out. But I was like, but they're also better. 
So yeah. And like I mean, you. you know, and that's okay, dude. It's your first show. Like, yeah, maybe it's just about doing it. Yeah. And maybe like for the next show, you, you'll be able to get those stems and like, Oh, we will. Yeah. Yeah. We will. You know what I mean? still, I, I think it's like smart to do it. Yeah. You should sure. play your big songs. But Absolutely. Obviously the I focus just, like, is the EP. Want to. <laughs> I know, I, I know for to. sure. I love them, but, but it's I like, don't want to do them. I mean, in those situations, it's playing those songs Smart. for the fans instead of playing yes. them for you. Because right. like, and that's just what you do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I want the show to be the best it can be for the audience. And I want to, it's, it's also, it's a, it's a job, it's work. You know what I mean? But ho hopefully it'll be really enjoyable. But I've, I've barely like, I know the songs inside and out. And when we go to rehearsal, I'm not worried about me at all. I don't forget words. I don't forget much. Um, there's only like two parts <laughs> that are like really high. What? What? Nothing. What, dude? You're thinking that I don't forget that I do forget words? Um, I think you should. You should just absolutely over practice and memorize the I words know. because I, I still have when you have like when you have a million <laughs> things on your mind. I have a very good memory. Can you confirm this? You've got a pretty darn good memory. Yeah. Thank you. When I'm overwhelmed and I have a lot of things in my mind. I will forget things. That's what the brain does. Yeah. And I think yeah, someone yeah. who might be more prone to forgetting things. Uh, uh, yeah. Should I really let go? Should, go, I? should I? We are playing that song though. Oh. We are playing that. Yeah. Dude. I, I can't wait for like song in the set. Like bigger shows in the future. Dude, I want to work with you on like the visuals and shit. Oh, I'd love to. Ooh. Like th this and the lighting like, diagrams like, and shit. Oh. Yeah, bro. I think I think Moroccan Lounge is like four hundred. I hope and hopefully it's sold out from the the uh, headlining band. Mm -hmm. You know, and then w it's cool. I mean, I feel like friends, you'll you'll sell a good amount of tickets. Yeah, like I never you know. I really like I feel like know or what to expect. Yeah, but like I think we'll we'll have a good amount of people, like a good amount of you guys in front uh, the you sugar piners out there and whales talk people out there, um, and then friends and family who are coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that that's cool. For sure. You know. It'll sell the fuck out. Yeah. Easily. I'm excited. And I'm just hoping that I just, uh, I feel good. I feel confident. I feel like nervous, but I'm also uh, shaking the fucking, uh, the scaries out and I'm playing uh, uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow night, I'm singing a, the last song for a, a, a friend band, a friend, a friend's band <laughs> at their show. I mean, you've already said you've already said it on this podcast. I, had, I don't. I haven't actually said. Remember, I said I can't say what who, but oh, yeah. Why not? But I think they're opening for Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor's a pretty big band. They're like one point four million. So you're singing one of their songs, or you're singing? No, I'm the band that's supporting them. Yeah, I mean, so I follow that band on social media, and they've already which one? The band that you're talking about, and they've said oh. that they're playing that show. So they're playing that show. Yeah. Who? <laughs> Just challenging the, you. The Quanberries. <laughs> the Quanberries. Yeah. So that'll be Literally, good. you're so pretty. And maybe make put your number in my phone. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna. But I'm excited for that because that'll just like, it'll ha allow me to feel what it's like to be on stage in front of a bunch of people and know what the the nervousness is going to feel like so i'm ready for that when it's our show mm -hmm. because then i'll be able to mentally prepare to know that i'm gonna feel this way for the first song or two which is funny because i'm playing one song with them so i'm only gonna feel nervous the whole time and not get comfortable or warmed up and then get off stage <laughs> and then i'm gonna be like can i play another what? one no can we do it again just two more times Fuck. I'll, I'll be good um i missed one of the notes yeah. I, I, but but the thing is, is I don't know which note it was, but I know I missed a note. <sighs> but anyways, so that's what I've been up to, man. That's what I've been up to, you guys. It's been really fun. It's been challenging. You know, uh, it's been rewarding, but really stressful. Yeah, dude. I mean, fuck. I feel you. There's so much. Like, once you're working on the real shit, it, it's, there's so much. There's just so much. Like... I've been so gosh dang busy on so many good job films things and like not just like I have a couple projects that I'm like developing, but then it's yeah. also like the business 
side of stuff that now mm-hmm. I'm like trying to focus on. Like, um, we're in the process of getting production insurance so that right. we and it's dope because then we can produce things like actually and like be able to rent things and do stuff that would require insurance. And like, if you if you get short term production insurance. It could be like five hundred to a thousand plus a day, Jeez, a day. That's so if that's you have insane. a two day shoot, there's fucking two thousand dollars right there. But yeah. we're buying into, um, we're going onto the insurance of our friend who has production insurance, and like so you can sublease and have different people on your plan, um, and it's going to be significantly less than that for the year. So then we're good on every production. And then if we have our own production insurance, we can now build it into the budget and charge any other production that's going through us for our insurance. As much money as you want. We make that back in fucking two shoots. Unreal. Unreal. And like, yeah, so there's that. Then I got this big ass fucking, so uh, the lighting company that I work for. The triathlon? Yes, dude. So we're providing cable and uh, generators and distro to the Malibu Triathlon, which is a big ass fucking event. It's a three day event. How many miles of cable are you doing again? I don't know about miles, man, but it's, I kid you not, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of feet of cable. That's insane. And that's- Are you gonna have to deliver it all yourself? Yeah, we're delivering it and laying it. Is it like, how many people are you bringing for that? I'm probably gonna have a crew of four. Bro, that's gonna be insane. Yeah, and cable is heavy, dude. And uh, yeah, it's like literally like thirty five hundred feet of five wire banded five wire, which literally it's oh a single like piece of like fifty foot five wire is probably a hundred pounds. That's insane. So let me do the math. One hundred pounds times four. That's about how much you'll have. You'll have about 500 pounds. No, weight. hold on. So 100 <laughs> times, and I think we have like 20, 28, 50 foots on there. That's 2,800 pounds of just five wire. Dude, the fact that, did you think about it as soon as you said it? You're like, oh, it'd simply be 100 times however many. Let's 100 see, 100 times, times 28. 28. That's six, freaking four, five, six. That's a lot of weight is what it is. That's like 28,000 pounds. <laughs> that's insane. And that's just one set of cable. There's so much other cable. Ugh. Brody. But yeah, but I mean, and since I'm like heading this job, I'm also, I have all the fucking maps and the diagrams of the location and the layout of everything. Yeah. And so I'm literally having to like measure out the length and it's a triathlon which means it's i can't just like run cable everywhere i have to like yeah. route it around all the the fucking tracks and where people are gonna be crossing and stuff and like find out the most optimal place to like drop a distribution box for electricity right. in different spots and like where i'm gonna place my toe plant jennies and shit like that like it's so much yeah yeah but i That's think i'm gonna be able to i'm finalizing the order today um which is good because at the same time, I'm trying to not overthink it because all I have to do to be safe is bring some extras of everything. You gotta Um, be safe, man. You gotta wrap it up too. Yeah, exactly. Like if I bring some extras of everything, um, then I would only like add those to the order if they ended up being used, but like better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. You should bring your own cable and charge them on the side for the extra able cable. Ooh, the extra able cable. (laughs) <laughs> not a bad, dude not i bring a bad one of my own stingers so this guy's actually mine um we, we can sub we can sub rent through me for this yeah but, yeah. but i'll have to upcharge you yeah why i'll, I'll downcharge uh, you for the rest i'll you for this check this out i downcharge you for the rest offset it the same amount that i'm gonna cost you it's about a thousand and then you're, for one sticker. The same amount. you're paying a thousand dollars you're paying the same amount but i get a thousand dollars and you yeah. get my cable and you get my cable you can manipulate something. And I that. could even hook up uh, one of the TVs to cable. Get you guys some you good guys stations. <laughs> Think about this. You guys can come over to my house if you need to do a production meeting. I'll charge you. 
We'll offset it with the price of the cable. Mm-hmm. So I get another thousand bucks. You pay the same amount. So you're just taking money <laughs> so from much, the company. So much money. <laughs> Two grand. Dude. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a big job. And it's the, the big job, James. That's what they call them. Mm, the first day of it, the day that we're laying everything. So like the day before the event actually starts, we're laying out all the cable and stuff is the 15th, the day after your show. Oh, wow. So I was even wow. thinking, um, I mean, I'm pr- I'll probably be good on crew, but if I need another yeah. guy, if you want to fucking work that job and get paid a day, I rate. would have fucking loved to, and I'll maybe see if I can figure it out. But the plan that right now was to drive home early in the morning. Oh, 100%. Because Trey has a show in Phoenix that night. Oh, easily then. So, I mean, what what's like a day rate? Um, Probably like four or 500. Let me see what flight tickets are. I could probably profit 200 bucks off the trip if I stayed one more day. If I paid, got a $200 flight. Um, meh. I don't know if that's you know? worth it. Hey. Because then in reality, that. you're just, you, then your day rate's technically like 200 bucks. And that's dog I shit. Tw- I would do it for 200 bucks anyway. I would do it for 20 tw- bucks. I need the 200 bucks. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me think about it. And. We'll talk about this off. We'll talk about this. We'll off, talk off, about off, this off, offline. Off the podcast. Yeah. No. Of course, man. Of course. But it sounds like you're considering. You're weighing out what I want and what I need, and you're thinking about it. Thinking about it from my lens. Well, I'm also thinking. Yeah. But this look. I mean, I'm gonna give the job to my crew first. Yeah. That's only if if I don't have a fourth guy like that's available. Copy that, dude. Copy that. Yeah. When would when would why when would why would I know? Soon. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that'll be a that'll be sick. Cause that'll be such a good way to just like after the show, just buckle just down. do so much work. Just, so much work. <laughs> just lay thousands of feet of labor. cable. Yeah. And then I'll go home. Oh, I, I gotta remember my bucks. back brace. You 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 good, man? I just have to remember my back brace. Did someone blow your back out? What happened? No, it's just so easy to fuck up your back when you're Getting fucked <laughs> when you're getting your when you're throwing back back shots, dude. <laughs> dude, you're just throwing it so hard. <laughs> and then, yo, chill. <laughs> yo, chill. Yo, out. Chill. chill. Relax. Yes. What are you afraid of? <laughs> yes. <laughs> dude, I just I can only see Steve doing that, you know. Oh, and he would. Yo, speaking of Steve, dude, we got the best fucking food the other night. Dude, Holy okay. shit. I saw his thing of, can your boys do this, the before and after? So funny. And I said, dude, somehow there's more food on all of the plates in the second picture. No, there wasn't. If you look at it thinking that now, it does look like it. It's just because you guys ate and put things on different plates and stuff like that. But it like looks like there's more food (laughs) on the second one. Dude. Somehow you were able to duplicate the food. That fucking food is unreal. Um, It's called... Let me look it up because I don't want to. I don't want to make up a a word that could be. Yeah, don't make up a word. Yeah, that could be used yeah, against you. Yeah, it could. Uh, um, <sighs> but it's like it's Indonesian food, and mm. which is like, and I didn't know what Indonesian food was before, but it's like the most incredible blend of like other like Asian and Southeast Asian cuisines. I love that. Like I love that. There's there's influences of like Thai. There's influences of like Indian with like curry and stuff. And it's like, yeah. oh my fucking god, dude! We had this one. Dude, dish. I had an egg roll so good one time it gave me bad dreams. Like that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, no, for real. Yeah. All right, let me find this. You place. had this one dish. You had this one dish. It was like this. You know what naan is? Crisp. No like chance. Naan. It's like the Indian bread, like this flat bread. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's similar to that, but it's like thinner and like fried more so it's like crispy mm. and it's like they cu- it comes with this like yellow curry sauce to dip it in oh fuck me. oh my maron it's the fucking most delicious maron. thing man all right let me find this goddamn wow. place and was it expensive or was it just something you've never had that was so delicious no it was it was very reasonable it was like a very unassuming little restaurant because it, it didn't it literally was just like it looked like it could have been a fucking Chipotle. Like it was such a, oh, God bless. a, a God bless. just a fucking little restaurant. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like the most incredible food ever. 
Um, wow, that's beautiful, dude. I love good food, man. I'm going to call Steve food. and ask him the name. Absolutely, man. Go for Steve. Hey, what's up, Cuck Lord? <laughs> Cuck Lord. Hey, uh, what's the name of that restaurant? Simpong Asia. Yes, dude. I just keep forgetting. It's so goddamn good. You're on the podcast. Say hello. <laughs> Hi, babies. Wait, is Kim there too? Yeah. I'm here. Dude, I love your podcast. Thank you, bro. Hey, man. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're doing all right. You know, we're, uh, yeah. Anyways, what are you up to? How are you Well, what's the name of the restaurant? It's called, he already said the name of the restaurant. Say it again, Steve. Your gate's so high. Uh, Wait, no, I don't know. Yeah, you're going to have to say it now. What did you say to me? Okay, Sunny Blue. No, no, that's me. that's me. I told you guys about Sunny Blue. Thank you for showing me Sunny, Sunny Blue, Blue, Steve. As well. if you're gonna blow up this spot, man. Dude, I can't hear him. Relax. Think. What if I show up there and there's a hundred people because of the podcast? Well, it's because I, I set up a secret meet and greet for you. <laughs> and it's a fucking what are those dance things where you go there and it's called flash mob? A strip club. It's called strip club. It's called strip club. All right, bye. You, you guys ate, like, just fucking some random person's cooking in a strip club? Yeah, it was it incredible, was bro. Dynamite, dude. I ate tacos off, these gr- off this guy's tits. Yeah. Yeah, they were grilling on this on the back of this this girl, and, you know, she yep. had burn marks for sure from it. She had a great, she, she had, had, she had a, 12, a 12-burner 12 range marks. ass, man. Yeah. And she was charcoal, and she was just she mostly charcoal. She farts constantly, so you just, you light a match right at her asshole, and then a little fire, a and little pilot light. The pilot light, out, exactly. Pilot mm-hmm. yeah. And then that can, that burns for hours on hours. Hours, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. And but you got a feeder. You got a feeder. Yes, her, because, you, you know, it's, it's just like propane, but in this case, it's ass. So you got to right. just make sure you got that gas constantly coming through. So we have yeah, her yeah. hooked up to an IV of beans. Right, mm. and so she's got this constant isn't gas, fuel. This is beans. Yeah, but that's beans for gas for food for people. <laughs> right. So she's eating and she's constantly farting. Mm-hmm. It's self sufficient, but it's really destroying the ozone layer. She's responsible for literally twenty. Yeah, of the they think of the they layer. think that it's mostly from cows. No, it's mostly uh-huh. from this fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah, don't be disrespectful. She's lovely. No, she's she's so mean. Yeah, okay. She's a little mean. She keeps like yelling at me to go take a shit. And I'm like, not yet. What the hell? I'm like, no, not yet. What the hell? Not yet. Um, As I'm there standing behind her, frying up these eggs with her fucking ass fire. And she keeps saying, don't take a shit. You're shitting your pants. And I'm like, not yet. What the hell? God. No, not yet. What the hell? That's so funny, dude. We should reenact that. That video? I would love to re yeah. But we should shoot it so beautifully cinematic. Oh yeah. Like because obviously, you know, we're just seeing the game screen recording of this video. I'm seeing in my head. I'm I'm seeing like a very because it's his headphone mic, I'm seeing a tight on his face. Mm -hmm. And his head's down. He's like, no, what the hell? Yeah. He's still playing. He's not even looking at her. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Until she, you know, makes contact. And I want to play around with like color theory and like please do. Everything's yeah. brown, like shit brown, right? Oh uh, yeah, but like monochrome brown. Yep, different tones of brown. Earth oh, tones. Oh yeah, earth tones. Yeah, shit tones. Brown tones. Yeah, brown tones. And there's there's a there's a brown there's a brown note playing from the radio. Mm-hmm. And he's just <laughs> it's white noise. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's white noise. The binaural beats. Yeah. So when you listen to exactly. that, it helps you go to sleep. But in this case, it helps you go to take shit. That's exactly right, James. That's exactly fucking right. And that's James. exactly right, James. And what else have you been up to today, James? Do we have any callers, by the way? We do. We actually have some callers, you guys. So Prepare sorry we've yourselves. held you on the line there. Yeah, so you guys love to wait for us, though. Okay, let me see. Okay. Uh, let me know if you hear this, my man. We have our first caller. Yes, sir. I hear it. Hey, James. Hey, kid. Big fan of everything you guys do. Kid. The podcast has truly helped me keep my head up in some pretty rough times. The level of passion and willpower you guys have for your respective projects was even enough to inspire me to start writing a novel in my free time. 
It's a story I've been wanting to put down on paper for a long time, and you guys inspired me to finally carve out some free time to grind it out. It's been therapeutic in a way, expressing myself creatively. I'm not doing it while dreaming of money and fame or anything like that. I'm just putting it out there for practice and to develop some writing skills. So thank you guys. <clears throat> I hope you know that whether it's James with his short film Three Kings and his directing work, or Kib with the absolute banger after fucking banger from Wales Talk, your level of thank dedication you. is impactful to your fans. So after wow. all that, I do have an actual question. It's a sort of personal one directed at Kib. So if you feel uneasy talking about it, I understand. I recently made the move from British Columbia on the west coast of Canada to the east coast province of Quebec. I've been living here for about a year now, trying to practice my French and uh, working hard to support myself and my girlfriend, who is an insanely talented tattoo artist based here. But sometimes I'll take one. I'll get a tattoo. Pretty homesick, honestly. For 25 years, I lived in one place and made a pretty drastic change when I moved here. I know that you're a Canadian and moved to the U.S., Kib, and I was wondering how you got through those feelings and what helped you to adapt to your new environment. My situation's a bit different, I suppose, and that it's an entirely different culture here with the French Canadians, but mm-hmm. any advice is welcome. Uh, also, fun fact, I live down the street from where Denis Villeneuve grew up. Uh, anyway, thanks, lads, and keep on being fucking legends. Ah, uh, buddy. Hey, hey, hey you're hey. a fucking legend, man. What a you're what, you're, what a good dude! We appreciate all those kind nice words, things, man, man. and you. and fucking congrats on starting the novel, dude. That's fucking huge, that's and huge. you have the perfect perspective. You're going into it as your first thing that you're creating, knowing that it's for practice, and that's yeah. fucking huge because that's going to take away so much of the pressure and open up your mind to like absorbing and receiving all the things you're going to be learning and shit. And you're going to kill it, dude. Yeah, I believe that too, man. You, you're. Uh, everything you had to say and how you said it and and it was it was great man and i appreciate the kind words and i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what what comes of you in this world man as far as the the homesick stuff man dude i had like a weird way of, of doing it and a combination of maybe my coping mechanisms as a person how i was raised and and you know the type of person i was already uh at the age of like 18 when i first started coming to the us and kind of just only had myself to rely on at that point. Um, I had to because I was chasing my dreams at this extreme level of uh, of commitment and and like just going for it and doing whatever I had to do, like moving across the world, like to literally live with someone that I only met online and only knew for maybe six months to a year um, and then be away from my family. And like, that's like a sacrifice I had to make, but it was so exciting. And like, there was so much potential for why I had to do what I had to do. Um, like not just like work from home and, and you know, like shit like that, like having to, to leave home and missing everybody, like all of my friends at the time, um, my family, all of my family, there's no family here in in the States. And it was like, except for me, sad at times. And, and I also, I don't know how I got through it. I don't know if I like, I don't know if I really have, I think I do miss home all the time, but I'm so distracted and so, caught up in life and trying to fucking survive out here and pursue your dreams like just surviving alone is enough for me and how my brain works so like that occupies all of my thought process all the time and then I have moments where um I am like fuck man like you gotta like talk to your family I'm still really bad at that like I'll be good and we'll be talking for you know a while and then I'll get so overwhelmed that I'm totally consumed in my world and I don't speak to them for a month or something and it's not personal but it's just what happens. But I think I've grown to... But that's normal, I think, in a way. Yeah, I hope so. No, you know it I mean? is. I definitely like, beat myself up about it, for sure, and feel shitty. Yeah. Um, to an, but, I think to an extent, give yourself a little bit of grace because that is a normal thing. Yeah. In the same way that you might not keep up with friends because you're so busy, like, mm-hmm. I, I look at it as, like, they're probably in the same exact boat. They're so busy that that's also why, you know, th- they might not be reaching out to me. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you get so caught up in your shit and it's, you know, and especially in yeah. your, in your twenties when you're transitioning into this is like, time to grind, baby. yeah, you're transitioning into like the hardcore grind and the real shit. And like that requires so much fucking time and energy that like, you're not going to be, you know, be able to fucking keep yeah. up with everyone and that's okay. And it's like, there's the, the, the selfishness of it is right now it's all worth it. You know what I mean? It's all worth like the sacrifices I've had to make for me anyways. You know what I mean? And I do realize there's 
Um, it's at the expense of maybe the people who, who don't understand their feelings and stuff like that. And I do know that and I empathize with that. And I talk about that with those people um, when I get the chance to and stuff like that. But I think as far as getting over being homesick, you kind of don't. But if you're working hard enough, you're distracting, not distracting yourself, but if you're working hard enough and you're building your life and you're focusing on on your life uh, and, and everyone in your in your immediate life, you know what I mean? Like there's that that is a natural distraction. Like it distracts you. Yeah. And so you don't feel homesick all the time because you're too busy trying to survive and feel good, just feel good day to day and stuff like that. But you, you you'll have the waves, you'll have the moments um, and and reach out to those people and, and apologize or, or, you know, connect with them. Definitely setting up, if I had more the ability to somehow with my fucking brain, I would definitely be talking to my family every week and stuff like that. Yeah. And just being in, being in a more constant communication would be my advice. And I'm not taking my own advice and I need to, but I get so overwhelmed and have to focus on certain things while other things drop and fall. But, um, I would say just make sure you, you, you are reaching out and, communicating with your loved ones as much as you possibly can to um, eliminate some of that homesickness, mm -hmm. you know? Because it does it. To jump on a FaceTime for an hour with your family or your friends gives you that, like, it's everything. It, it, it actually, when you're so stressed, and I, I don't, I handle everything on my own for the most part. Like, my family would love to give me help and stuff like that, and they do sometimes, but for the most part, like, if... I'm doing, I'm better at it. Like I, I talked to James about my life and, and Steve and stuff like that, but I used to only handle it internally, only myself. I don't know why I think it's from being 18 and thrown out into the world and being across the world and then just going, okay, it's only me now. Yeah. It's only me and I'm the one who's got me and nobody else gives a fuck about me. I have to care about me and I have to keep myself in control. But I've realized as I'm growing that like, that's not the case. And everyone who loves you wants to be in, in, a, in your life like that. Hundred so, percent. I don't know how I got there, but yeah, it's a really complicated question. That's why you're getting a complicated answer, you know. But for sure, hey, it takes work. And I, work. I have a, I have a comment on that too. Like when I think a, a good way to also look at it is, it's not just about you know the feeling of being homesick and trying to keep that connection there with home and family and stuff. That's obviously so important. But at the same time, I think uh, a really good way to fight that is by trying to make this new place feel like home. Mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. that is really helpful. Putting down roots, you know, going out and like exploring, knowing where you're living, making friends and connections where you're living now mm -hmm. so that that mm -hmm. place feels like home so that you never have that feeling of being like f feeling like you're a tourist or like an imposter or something. And I need to work on that for sure. Yeah. But that is so fucking true because the things and the, in the ways that I have made wherever I am home are very comforting mm -hmm. and, and very good. But like, yeah, you're so right. Because when I look at you, I look like your home is like, that's home. But that it is home, mm -hmm. I guess, is the other thing. Yeah. But you still are away from from like family like that. You know what I mean? You're, you're by yourself. So you still had to do the same thing, even though it's not, you know, in another country. But mm -hmm. yeah, because when I think of your home, it's like there is no other home for you. You know what I mean? That is your only and exact comfort space. That is your safe place, right? Yeah. Is right where you are right now. Literally. And it's, and, been, and it's been that way from like every place that we moved is I think it's so important to make wherever you're living feel like home, whether it's temporary yeah. or you're going to be there for five years, whatever, like that's the, that's pretty much the only thing that's in your control, right? Is like yeah. where you're living, that's home now. And so make that place feel like home. And then even one step further is like the, the new community or town that you're in, go out there, explore, get familiar with like the places and the people and stuff like that. And like make friends in that area because that's how like, when you put down roots you gotta let yeah. those roots flourish it's hard to be in a place Dude, where you have no roots down this just like in a really deep way made me have a realization of that because when i was 16 i got kicked out to move in with my dad and then i moved out when i was 18 in and out of the states of like orlando and then fucking seattle and the uk and los angeles and arizona and fucking like i've moved around so much i think i i have some sort of i don't, I, I don't know if you want to call it trauma or some sort of thing that my brain has taught myself to never fully allow myself to be home mm. nowhere is home um because you're not going to be there forever 
you're, you don't know what's going to, your life's going to change in one way or another and you won't be here. So it's only like, I don't get too comfortable in one spot and that's probably not good, but I just had this deep realization that that is exactly right. Cause I've been like a nomad. I, I mean, think like, that, I think that a lot of people think that way and experience mm-hmm. things that way. And the way that I see it is like, regardless of the, that fact. And because that's fairly true, like some, you might live in the same place. Once you move to this place, you might live there for the rest of your life. But like, chances mm-hmm. are you're going to move from either a different house at the very least, or like a different town, different state, different country, whatever. But like, so it's like a perspective. It's like, you still, s- you still owe it to yourself for your own like comfort and, and day-to-day life to make that place home because yeah, you don't yeah, know. Yeah. You know it, what I mean? It, it's like both, both things can exist. Yeah, both things can Even exist. Even if you lived here for fucking three weeks, you could still make that three weeks. This is my safe place. Yeah, this 100%. Is my home. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't know how to do that, but I I want that. I, I definitely have a level of it. Like when I come home here, like I'm like really proud of where I live and like feels homey and stuff like that. But there's this emptiness that's still not filled, and I don't know how to um, turn like what to do with that but mm-hmm. that definitely keeps me on my t- i'm always got a little bit of on my toes mm-hmm. you know even if it's subconscious yeah that's so weird yeah no for sure that's a my buddy canadian guy dude you just fucking opened up a door of wow growth. or just a grow of uh growth, but you, you just you picked up a growth on my foot <laughs> one or the other man but we got another caller man hey thank you so much for calling in that was like thank that's so a very much, that was a very good uh little conversation yeah that me and James had. <laughs> that I and James and I had. Okay. Hey, buddy. Is this playing? Sounds like another Canadian. We got a lot of Canadians who like to call in, man. And we're playing. Uh, love the work. Keith. Oh, he's from the UK. <laughs> James, I just watched Three Kings like a few days ago. She was so good. Thanks, it bro. Scared the shit out of me, though. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Enjoy all the work you guys do. Keep it up. Love ya. Those were sweet, just kind words, man. Oh, thanks, dude, man. Three Kings is good, dude. Three Kings is a great movie, man. Thanks, bro. You made a movie, dude. I know. It's crazy. Guys, if you haven't seen Three Kings yet, it's a, a year's worth of work in my life. Um, our debut short film for Good Job Films, my production company. Um, it's currently live on youtube on the good job films youtube channel it'll be in the description and um it's currently number one on itunes (laughs) and it's number one on uh, on the uh on the app store billboard that's right (laughs) we we made it an app so basically you download the app you open the app and the movie just uh starts there's no way to pause it or do anything you open the app and the movie just plays bro that's an amazing idea no it's not it's a cool marketing thing that's ah. sick. It, dude, if fucking uh, Roman Polanski put out a film, but the only way I could watch it was... Dude, you happen bought- to pick the one filmmaker that's a, a known pedophile. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I just thought people didn't like him as a director. No, he's a very good director. People don't like okay, him because he's a record, known pedophile. I, good Lord. Fuck that guy. I, I chose him specifically because I thought he was considered just a bad director, and you would laugh at the fact that I chose one of the worst directors. That's so funny. Fuck that guy. Okay, I chose Quentin Tarantino instead now. Terrible if director. Quentin Tarantino, he's amazing. But literally, if Quentin Tarantino, a director I fucking loved, put, made a movie, and to watch it and, until it's out, he had like, it's out for six months, but you have to pay 99 cents or five bucks, four ninety nine, and you download the app and you can pause and play, but it just plays the movie and there's branding. Uh, uh, like, that's um, instantly, everyone can go buy it and watch it. And then that you can control the the server of the app, and and you could market it as temporary or permanent or whatever. But See, you could. That's sick. That's so sick. No, it's a it's a cool like idea, but I don't think Thank that you, it dude. would ever Thank you, dude. be a thing to do because, um, you could also just put the movie out like in you know the on streaming services or like. Well, check this out. The links unlisted. And it plays a YouTube video that's unlisted, but th- they can't get the link because they're watching it via the app, via a player. So hmm. you're still getting your views and you can make publish that later. I'm a fucking genius, bro. Dude, I just want to say, I, in the last one minute, have to 
take such an urgent shit. Oh my God, dude. I, I think I shit myself about 45 minutes and ago. And I keep thinking was about it? that goddamn video. And I'm like, oh my God. You're shitting yourself. The mom was no. right. Uh-huh. <laughs> the mom was right. I also have to share. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Clay and I need to go take care of some, some business. Serious business with our lives. 